This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. This is the Eric Lee Show on WSOY 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at NowDecatur.com. You see what Dom did there, don't you? <laughs> so you're also trying to give you a nightmare. <laughs> As a kid, I was like six when this song came out. Mm-hmm. Sometimes my corny side comes out. That's the hey, only like zombie song. song I could think of, even though great song. technically not yeah. song. Great album, great jacket, great dance scenes. Great monsters. <laughs> See what you did there, Dom. Hour two is here. Happy Thursday. Boy, Thursdays are awesome. We yeah. always get good guests on Thursdays. Mm-hmm. There's stuff to do. It's almost the weekend. Mm-hmm. Things are rolling along, and uh, and they roll along now as we get rolling in hour number two. Remember we had Nicole Butler on. Were you here for Nicole Butler? I think you missed that show, didn't you? I, I, yeah. Was Nicole sure. was awesome. A Mount Zion graduate uh-huh. um, who has uh, just done a little bit of everything, and, and phenomenally in her personal life as a speech therapist to kids, mm-hmm. and she can she can teach, especially because of Zoom in three states. Uh, but a Mount Zion graduate, been in Maxim, mm-hmm. been in... Uh, been on Kimmel, you know, more of a comedic actress. Well, she had so much fun with us. She she recommended uh, and and she shared, you know, the 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 podcast, which mm-hmm. we do of, of every guest at NowDecatur dot com. And had a few friends heard it. She said, "I know people. If you want, I, I want to talk to anybody that's got a story. Right, I don't right. care if they held a camera. I don't care, you know, <laughs> if if they've done something cool. I think they're interesting to talk to." And she has uh, she got us in touch with a couple uh, a couple folks to talk to, and, and mm-hmm. one of them joins us now. I think with a really cool story. Kelly Mack joins us as uh, we go back to the Kansas City Barbecue Pit hotlines. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kelly, welcome. How the heck are you? Hi, thank you. I, I'm doing great. How are you? I'm fantastic. I'm sure everybody brings you on and wants to talk Walking Dead, and we will talk Walking Dead. But I, you know, I just thought <laughs> let's do things probably a little differently than you're used to, and just kind of get to know you a little bit. First of all. Uh, thanks for, uh, I, don't, I don't know how the connection came in, Nicole, but, but thanks for just wanting to talk to a couple nobodies from the middle of the country. But, right, but right. you're kind of from, <laughs> you're, you're from the middle of the country. You're a mm-hmm. Cincinnati girl, huh? I am, yeah. I was born in Cincinnati, and uh, it's actually so different. My parents are, are living there again. That's awesome. After we, I've lived in a bunch of different places, but yeah, they're back in Cincinnati. Well, what was your road? You don't have to break me down too far, but where, where have you been in life? Oh, God. I mean, I haven't lived anywhere in Europe. I mean, I've traveled to, to <laughs> London uh, for city abroad, but I've lived all over the country, really. Um, really? I've been, yeah, I was born in Cincinnati, and I lived in uh, St. Louis, um, and then uh, Connecticut, North Carolina, and then I went to Chicago, suburb of Chicago, mm. and now I've been in California since I went there for college, um, and I've been in L.A. for a while, but I just moved to San Diego with uh, my fiancé. So. That's awesome. Is this you moving or, or the whole family moving to all these places? Uh, for the most part of my, for the majority of my life, it was, been, it was my whole family. But ever since I started college, it's just been uh, you, me. So I haven't moved since, <laughs> since then. Was your dad in the so mob? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. Yeah. No. Uh, Cincinnati mom. Uh, no. Because, uh, he's just type of person that, uh, I don't know, he's been in marketing for a bunch of different companies, cool. but he's kind of been brought into companies and they, he's turned them around and then moved on to another company. So That's pretty neat. Yeah. That's pretty, That's neat. You, you know, yeah. everybody's road is a little different. Nicole's a speech therapist that found her way uh, in comedy, you know, in Chicago. Yeah. Was the acting bug something 
early, I feel like just from reading some stuff about you, I feel like the acting bug bit you a little sooner. Yeah, I, I think it did. I don't know if it was a conscious thing, but when I was really young, I just, I loved entertaining my family. Um, and I was always the one, uh, I was pretty, I was really quiet actually growing up. So I would always have a, I think my, my mom was the one who got me a, a little HD uh, video camera. Yeah. And whenever we got together, I have this big family and we always celebrate, you know, holidays together. Um, mm-hmm. I would just be filming everyone sitting in the corner. So I, I was interested in, in film production. Um, I didn't know that's what it was called, but I just liked uh, the yeah. idea of making movies, um, mm-hmm. whether that was behind the camera or in front of it. Um, and I actually studied cinematography in, in school, oh, okay. but uh, landed on acting because, Everybody around me seemed to know that I wanted to be an actress before I knew. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I'll do that. So you were putting shows on. You were uh, you were entertaining. That's why they knew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you've got you've got exactly. thirty. Thir- go ahead. I say thirty acting credits on IMDb. So you're working. You're acting. But but what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing when you're not acting? Playing tennis. <laughs> playing tennis, yes. Uh, thank you. That's very true. I actually haven't been playing quite as much recently. Well, I didn't for a couple of years. So it was more of a hobby, and it was hard to find people in LA who were available to you know hit. But uh, now my my fiance, um, he is a tennis coach, so thankfully uh-huh. I've been able to play more because of because of him. Um, so and we also live really close to the beach now, so I, I've now become more of a beach person than I never was before. Yeah. <laughs> so mm-hmm. that's nice. That's cool. Um, yeah, I'm just watching a lot of TV now since the pandemic has kind of shut other things down. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we've you know I know Nicole has been home a couple times during the pandemic. My connection to Nicole, even though I knew her younger, but my reconnection to her was Jeremy Evans. I don't know if you know Jeremy, but he had come home a few times. Have you have you traveled back and forth a little bit, or you just stay out there for the pandemic? <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, Mr. President, uh, think of this immediately. But uh, in March. I think it was when everything started getting really serious. Yeah. Uh, I was sorry, I was missing my family and, and my fiance was like at the time he was just my boyfriend. Um okay. he has a truck and he's like, Let's drive across the country to go see them. Sure. So we drove across the country in two eighteen hour days. I think <laughs> that's what it was. Yeah. Um and we we couldn't stay there for a couple of weeks, but we stayed with my parents in Cincinnati for awesome. I think three and a half to four months. Oh wow. Um yeah. So there was, they live like close to the woods. So there was a lot of like things to do there, oh, okay. the outdoors, and, mm-hmm. you know, spread out and everything. So it was so nice. Um, I thought you were going to say there. you went to the wrong town. You forgot where they live. <laughs> they they move so much. <laughs> she turned yeah. into a zombie. She couldn't remember. <laughs> yeah, they, they've moved a lot, but they're staying there for a little while. Well, I try to not spoil anything for anybody. I am a good eight episodes behind on The Walking Dead, but I know I'm familiar with your Walking Dead years. Um, as Addy, and, and even redid the homework and was like, oh, I forgot you were part of one of the you were part of one of the most shocking episodes probably of the last two or three seasons. You know, um, yes. you know your last one anyway. But uh, t- tell me about that process because I've watched Talking Dead, and, and I'm not going to pretend to be an expert on the show, but I, but I know being part of this show, there's all it's super secretive. You don't know a lot of stuff. You don't know the main the most main characters find out at the read if they're going to die or not off. You know, and the so I mean, yeah. t- tell me about the tell me about getting it. Is this is this the number? Am I, am I right in assuming this is the biggest thing you've done that you know that you're most proud of? Oh yes. Okay. Um, I, I guess it's the thing that's most uh, recognizable. Sure. Um, in terms of credits, but it's definitely helped me, you know, do more things with my career and get into more audition rooms and everything. But the way I got it was um, so when I lived in North Carolina, that's 
kind of where I st- that's where I started acting um, when I was okay. around 13 uh, years old. I did a little short film, and then uh, that was through an agent that I got there. Um, and we, you know, I moved so much that we ended up reconnecting. I think 10 years later when I reached out to them. Oh, okay. And this was like a year or two before The Walking Dead came about. Um, they were the ones, and they're based in North Carolina. They're like, hey, there's an audition for The Walking Dead. Um, and I, so I, I taped for it. And like a week later, um, they were like, oh, they want you to do the same scene again, but with a different character description. And the, the, basically the only thing that changed was that, oh, she has glasses now and she's a little bit more nerdy. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> okay. I taped it again with glasses on and, you know, changed her attitude a little bit more. Um, and then the next week, they're like, hey, we want you to come. Um, you're our pick. Uh, and it was a day later. I had to fly out that night. Um, and so I had my fitting the next day in Atlanta on my birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was awesome. Oh, happy birthday. Uh, and it was, <laughs> that was, a it was actually only supposed to be two, two episodes. It was, it was kind of open-ended. They said two really? episodes, dot, dot, dot. Yeah, and so is, is that them being secretive, or is that, or do they honestly maybe not know what they're going to do? Mm. I think part of it is they don't know. I think they, at least my perspective on this is that they knew how the, obviously following the comics, whether they're following them closely or not at, anymore. Um, but I think they knew how they had to lead up to that big episode, and they were probably deciding which which characters to kill off. Um, yeah. And I had an idea that it wasn't going to be a long recurring character but i was like you know i'm gonna just nail this um yeah. and obviously be myself like a pleasant generally person um and and they obviously enjoyed working with me or they felt the character was right to bring back just for a couple more moments in more episodes because i ended up doing five uh full episodes before it yeah I, and with henry and and that that group you were with you were you were mm-hmm. you were the perfect character for it i mean mm. how old how old was addy supposed to be 16 and you were like 25 at the time or something? Well, I'm not going to say specifically. Okay, that's but fine. I was not 16. <laughs> you were not 16. <laughs> I was definitely older than the other actors. I kind of felt like I was babysitting them. Well, so you, they did great. make you look pretty young. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say she's <laughs> looking 16. And I guess that I look young, so. And I guess that's why I threw out that number just from trying to figure out ballpark of how old you would have been. But I mean, like, man, that, that's amazing what can happen uh, with the magic yeah. of Hollywood. So- so what's the process like preparing for to, to, to act? What is the process? Do you stand in front of the mirror, shake your head a hundred times? <laughs> shake and, my head. Like, right, get into it. How do you get into it? How do you, like, woo sign to your role? Smack yourself in the face eight or nine <laughs> right. times? Well, I mean, there's, there's of course, there's a little bit of that. Like, you know, you can put yourself up in front of the mirror if that's what you're yeah. doing. Your character's super confident. Mm-hmm. Um, Luckily, not luckily necessarily, well, for this role, Addie was um, described as just being very shy, like a debate team sort of girl who's really into biology, which never came into her story at all. Um, she really wanted it. So I'm like, I want to talk about marine animals and stuff. It was marine <laughs> biology. Um, was Addie in the comics? I, I mean, was, huh? was she in the comics? You know, I... I'm not positive, but okay. I do know at one point a fan sent me a picture um, from a previous episode of, I guess, who was supposed to be Addie and Rodney when they were really little, and I looked like her. So wow. I don't know if she was in the comics or if it was, they were basing it off that character, but I was like, holy crap, I had no idea. Yeah. I got lucky. But, I mean, it's always lucky when you look mm-hmm. a little bit. I, have, you, have you been to a Comic-Con or anything? I know that's a huge deal. <laughs> yeah. Well, I went to the, the Walking Dead uh Oh my God! What's 
Well, I can't remember the name of it. The biggest, the big convention. Yeah. Um, okay. The, 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 in Atlanta. Okay. Yeah. Walker Stalker. Yeah. Mm. People knew more about yeah. you than you ever thought was going to be possible. I bet. Oh my God. Yeah. They knew your so lines. Yeah. <laughs> it was a. Uh, it was a very fun experience. So it was tiring. It was exciting to meet all these fans that were just so so sweet. Mm-hmm. Some people thought I was Addie, which was interesting as well. Um, <laughs> but. Yeah, it was it was crazy to see how big it was um, and how long it's been going on. When you found so, out you were done, you know, mm-hmm. I, I assume is it the week you film? Is it a couple weeks? Um, sorry, can, can you ask me that again? I was thinking about his question before. So I'm like, I didn't actually answer his. Oh, question. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I didn't. <laughs> I don't remember what your question was. <laughs> he was asking this other she remembered the question because it was a fun question, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I like that question. Most people don't don't ask about the process of uh, preparing for a role. Um, I, I'll I'll answer really quickly. I yeah. mean, I I love the research part of it, so mm-hmm. I'll just do a mystery research, even if it's not provided for me. I'll create something, mm-hmm. just, even if it's not going to be used in the scenes or in any of the dialogue. It's nice to have to feel like you've created a full character, um, so that when you're acting as that character on set and you're in the moment, you feel like you have a history and you don't feel like you're just kind of trying to act in you know space. Mm-hmm. Um, you can draw on previous experiences or memories that you've created for that character um, and have images swirling throughout your head. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of the lines, it's a lot of like for me. I, I've heard this from several different successful actors, and I, I practice it as well, is just repeating the lines uh, constantly in, like, a flat tone or just saying it in your head, going through the entire script, all the stage directions, like, ten times. Yeah. If, if I get to that many times, it's <laughs> uh, helpful, but it doesn't always happen. They need, they, they need to not be lines. They need to be life, right? I mean, you need to get lost in the character. Mm-hmm. That's why you're going to have the background, and that's so much easier to convince you I'm at Right. Yeah, yeah totally. And total once sense. you get the lines down, you can feel free, more free when you're in the scene because they're kind of just, uh, they're automatic. You're not thinking about the words. You're thinking about right. what is my objective in this scene and, and who am I talking to. And I have to personalize it, too, to someone in my life um, yeah. right. so that it feels authentically, emotionally real. Were you a fan of the shows? I mean, because if, if you were, I'm guessing you could have been starstruck. If you weren't, and these were just dudes that are actors and actresses, I mean, then maybe you're not. I mean, what was it like going on set, I mean, if you were or weren't a fan? Um, I wouldn't say I was a, a fan. I didn't dislike the show or anything. I just never really watched it much. My sure. sister happened to be obsessed with it um, <laughs> in its earlier years. So I, I do remember seeing the first episode, I think it was on like New Year's or something, uh, with a couple of friends, and I was like, oh, a zombie show. I was super into vampires at the time. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, so I was like, this is so lame. Like, they're trying to compete with vampires. Um, <laughs> but I, you know, when I found out about the role, I binged the first couple seasons, and I was like, holy crap, this was really great filmmaking. I can't believe I didn't uh, watch this earlier. Um, so, it, I mean, of course, I knew about the actors as well, just because they're so well-known. Um, in the industry, uh, so I, I wouldn't say I was starstruck by anyone. I, I I don't think I really get like that anymore, unless I were to come across like I don't know some huge gigantic A lister. Um, Tom Hanks and Denzel are on set. You're you're gonna feel some in your stomach. <laughs> 
Yeah, a little bit of like, hey, is this real life? Because I've only seen your face on the screen. Um, <laughs> yeah, but everyone was so welcoming, and uh, yeah, there was no need to, to. I didn't feel starstruck at all. The Norman Reedus was probably the most like, ooh, excited I got. Yeah, cool dude. Cool Seems, dude. Yeah. I mean, is he though? I mean, everybody you met, I assume. I wouldn't expect you to tell us if somebody was a jerk, but I mean, everybody <laughs> I pretty never good. Tell you. Yeah, I wouldn't expect you to. I wouldn't expect you. To. We're not TMZ. That's not the goal, right? Uh, <laughs> so when you do when yeah. when you walk through Walmart, do people say, "Hey, there's Addie"? Is that is that when I'm what? If if you walk through Walmart, do you? I'm pretty sure you oh. go to Walmart, right? You might not have I, Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> we do have Walmarts. I don't frequent them, but uh, I will say I, I have not gotten Oh, that. oh but when you walk somewhere into a store, do people see you and say, there's Addie? Oh, my gosh. No. No? They really don't. I think maybe it's either there are not a lot of Walking Dead fans here, because I think there actually aren't a ton here um, mm. in L.A., but I there are more than I would expect, surprisingly. But I, I think also people... I think that I that, look a lot different on the show. Yeah, I was going to say, the life. reason is they make you look like a young nerd. That's not what you are. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I'm an older <laughs> you're, an, you're an older, cool, cool, I don't even know what to say. I try to catch myself to not, I, I, want to, I, want to, I want this question to sound like you're accomplishing things in your career all the time. Uh, and I didn't even really know how to ask this to Nicole. In acting, there's not really an end game. It's not like you're trying to get to the pros because mm-hmm. you you you're, you're wow. in the pros. I mean, you're you're, you're acting in things, but but mm-hmm. what you just want to be able to is there a big role? I mean, what what, what is you you want to act until you're seventy? I mean, you know, are you doing this for fun for now? And you know, maybe you'll do something else someday. I mean, what what how do you how do you what's the perfect career envision that you envision? You know, in the next twenty years, you know. Gosh, envisioning it. I, I try to keep my expectations low, <laughs> just in general, because then I can be surprised by things sure. in life um, and just be more in the moment. But in terms of acting, I, I've always said I don't see myself stopping anytime soon. Like, this has been, um, ever since I started pursuing it seriously, I, I knew that this is what I, I'm meant to do or what I really want to do yeah. um, for the rest of my life um, until... I don't know until I don't want to anymore. So you don't want to, yeah. I, I just got engaged. I just got engaged, so maybe I'll want to focus on my family at some point down the line and be like, "This is enough." But I, it's really, it just makes me so so happy. Um, so I would like to expand to producing more. I've done, I've produced a couple short films, um, and I'm actually writing a feature with my mom right now, oh, wow. uh, and hopefully I'll get to produce that at some point because I do want to produce a feature. Um, but acting wise. Like, I, I seem to thrive more and enjoy the drama and thriller sort of world. And I haven't done as much comedy. So, like, a, a classic rom-com or a Christmas movie, I've always wanted to do. Okay. Um, yeah, so that would be really fun. And I also want to act in a project with my brother on, like, a, yeah. on a professional project. I hadn't like, mentioned that, but your brother also uh, also an actor, yeah. Yes, he is. He's, he's a little bit younger than me, um, but he's been doing it longer than I have. Uh Hmm. We've done a, a short film together that, that I, I produced. But I, I haven't dug into his, to the homework on him. Does he have what, what's his big? What's his Walking Dead? <laughs> um, oh gosh. Well, uh, I mean, he's done a couple TV shows, but they didn't really. They've both been canceled at this point. Oh, okay. um, one was Taking It on MTV, which had like a very niche, uh, big okay. fan base. Yeah. Um, and then he did Chasing Life on ABC Family, which is now yeah. Freeform. He's done. He has. 
couple Blumhouse movies that people seem to know in the horror world. Um, but gotcha. Yeah, he's in, he's in on the grind. He he's gotten so close to some big roles like uh, Riverdale. Um, oh wow! The character that Cole Sprouse mm. was between him and Cole Sprouse, and uh, he was close to Spider Man as well. Uh, so he's just he's going for it still. He's That's cool. Little, you know. That's cool. You, you, uh, you're an episode of Schooled for people that that, uh, that watch that, mm-hmm. and and uh, yeah. and, you, and you just mentioned this show yesterday, Courtney. She was in an episode of Nine One One. Oh, really? Yeah, she had. She was. Yeah. You were the role of random woman. I was. <laughs> I thought that was the best character name I could have been given. <laughs> That's now I got to go back and, and and watch that. Yeah, got to find her. Got to find her. So I could tell my children, I know her. Yeah, we're like best friends. <laughs> we're like best friends. <laughs> it's a, a tsunami episode. I think it's the second tsunami episode. I think there's two. The tsunami um, episode. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, with Angela uh, Bassett. I mean, the, yeah. There's like a little segment with me. Very cool. Fun. Okay. I, just looking at some things, you've got some shorts that are completed, but but is Moon Lane and Broadcast Signal Intrusion, are these movies coming out? Yeah, so those features. Um, awesome. Moon Lane actually shot, gosh, that was one of the first things I shot when I moved to L.A. back in, we started in 2014 and have done pickups over the years. Um, but I just spoke to the producer a couple of months ago, and he said it's getting finished now at 20th Century Fox. So, so okay. hopefully that'll be out. Soon. Um, and then Broadcast Signal Intrusion I actually shot in Chicago oh, last cool. mm. fall. Okay. Um, that was awesome. And I just talked to the director yesterday, um, and he said they just finished pickups um, here in L.A., I believe. What's... So that should be done soon, too. Um, it's based on a real uh, Broadcast Signal Intrusion mm-hmm. that happened in the 1980s. Um, wow. I believe what... information on that is online. What's your ideal role? If you could land a role, what would it be? Yeah, I, I did kind of ask Nicole that, and she said Christina Applegate and Anchorman. Like, oh, if she okay. could land something like that across from a Wolf Ferrell, that uh-huh. was her dream. That would be like a dream or something like that. Uh. The next version of that. Right, right, right. Something like that exists for you, Kelly? Oof. I don't, I don't think so. I, I mean, I, I... Just a part with so Brad Pitt. Because if there's a role that I think has been so amazing or done so well, like, I I was just talking yesterday to someone about Jane Fonda um, in Clutes. Um, mm. and she was just so good in that. Half the time I was trying to uh, figure out if the lines were scripted or if it was improv because it's mm-hmm. so natural. Wow. Um, so I guess, I, I guess that's the most recent thing. I, I would love the opportunity to play a role like that. Uh, you just have set, like therapy sessions, um, yeah. she, whether they're improv or scripted. Who, who's your, I, who's your kind of, not just icon, but the person that you kind of look up to as it relates to actress somebody that you would probably want to, to aspire to be or that you take hmm. cues from? Nicole Butler. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Nicole Butler, yeah. thank you. Because yeah. I really don't. Give you a valid answer. I, it depends on the day who, I, who I'm into. And I also have a terrible memory, so... <laughs> that girl in that so movie about the <laughs> that one girl that girl in that one movie about <laughs> right. that's, that's how I yeah. explain movies to people. I can remember. yeah yeah definitely <laughs> definitely. That's I should heavy. be better at that because I'm one of those girls in that one of those movies. <laughs> it's, it's, it's probably good that you don't. It, it, I think it's just as fine that you don't have because right. now you're not trying to act like that one icon. Mm-hmm. You know you're, you're yeah definitely you're being you and you know how to get lost in the scene and. Lines aren't lines, and everything we've talked about. Hey, Kelly, it's, it's it's awesome talking to you. I think we could probably do this for hours, but we'll uh, we'll we'll turn you loose, and uh, hopefully people go back. If you're gonna go back, go back and watch the last episode. She was in Walking Dead as Addie, and if you're not sure which one it is, 
look it up and you'll realize, oh, yeah, that episode. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know Walking Dead at all, don't watch it first. Uh, It'll scare the crap out of you. Yeah, it's pretty dark. (laughs) It's very dark. I enjoyed that. But you were great in that, and it was really, it's really cool to get a chance to chat with you. Good luck on everything you do. And hey, we want to keep talking to you down the road when good things happen. Yep. Oh, thank you so much. It was so great talking to you guys. Well, uh, we'll tag you in the social media world so uh, so you can uh, share this uh, share this uh, podcast out and stuff like that. We appreciate the time, Kelly. Okay. We'll talk to you again. Yeah. Thank you okay. so much. You guys have a good rest of the day. The you pride too. of Cincinnati and every mm-hmm. other town her mm-hmm. mob family traveled her around to. <laughs> 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 Kelly Mack, I, I think uh, that even sounds like a mob name. Kelly Mack. We'll be the Max. <laughs> When we come back the to Max Cincinnati, family. it'd be the return of the Max. <laughs> right. But oh, uh, that's cool. That's cool. Kelly Mack from Walking Dead as Addie. That I'm was telling, cool. That was season, it was the 18-19 season of Walking Dead. And I'll tell you, you've never watched the show. I just watched I'll tell you snippet. I'll tell you about her last episode off the air. Okay. To just know how her screen time ended. Really? It was it was heavy? It's it, it, it was just, this is how, this is. It's awesome. Okay. Slash dark and heavy. And oh, for real? Yeah, it is just, I forgot. I forgot she was one of them. Mm-hmm. In case some, in case somebody's not real sure, her and Henry went out the same way. Maybe if you, uh, really? if you're familiar with, with Henry and, and uh, a couple other, uh, like <laughs> seven total actors went out the same way. Ouch. Uh, it was, uh, and this show is known for shocking the crap out of you by the way that, because there's, you're fighting zombies in the show, but you're also fighting other humans who, uh-huh. want, who want power and control in this country that's been oh. taken over by zombies. So, right. So that that, that war was with humans. Mm. Yeah. Mm. We get a that. break. Yeah, we are way behind on a break, so we'll get all <laughs> caught up, and we'll also give you another peek at a three-day weather forecast. If you miss Kelly Mack, it'll be available at Nowdicator.com. Here's the Rev with some weather. This is your WSOY three-day forecast brought to you by O'Shea Builders. Today is sunny with a high near 58 and some winds. Thursday night, clear with a low around 32. Friday, widespread frost and a mostly sunny with uh, and windy with a high near 60. On Saturday, mostly sunny with a high near 66 and 30 miles per hour winds. Again, this is your WSOY three-day forecast. With your boy, the Rev Courtney Carson, stay blessed and productive, keep hope alive, and stay healthy. O'Shea Builders has been providing Central Illinois with high-quality commercial construction services since the turn of the century. No, not this century. Last century. Since 1900, 120 years of experience to get your commercial project done the right way. O'Shea can handle all of your commercial construction projects, from simple building repairs to new construction. You can visit their office on East North Street across from the ADM Training Center or visit O'SheaBuilders.com. That's O-S-H-E-A to get started today. Everybody plays. Everybody plays. Everybody plays. Play it again sports knows play. We sell and buy new and quality used sports and fitness equipment for less. And we pay on the spot. So everybody can play. Visit your locally owned Play It Again Sports. Located in Brentwood Village, Indicator. Or online at playitagainsports.com. Play It Again Sports. The official sponsor of all those who play. 
this upcoming election. Vote no on the Illinois constitutional amendment question. A no vote will continue to ensure all Illinoisans pay the same income tax rate. A no vote will prevent politicians in Springfield from being able to pick and choose whose taxes they want to raise. A no vote will hold Springfield accountable to all voters. Vote no on the constitutional amendment and keep our state's income tax flat and fair. Paid for by the No Progressive Tax, Illinois Farm Bureau. How would you like to have a say in how your donations are used in our community? With the Community Foundation of Macon County's Give 365 Giving Circle, you do. Through the Give 365 Giving Circle, when you donate just a dollar a day for a year, you have a vote in how the funds are used. Just think of all of the good you can do for our community organizations, schools, seniors, kids, the arts, food banks, animals, and so much more with $365 a year. You can donate monthly or a one-time payment. And when your donations are combined with other Give 365 Giving Circle donations, we can do even more for the community. Let's work together to make a more powerful impact. Donate for yourself, with your spouse, or as a family or group to make a difference. Sign up for the Community Foundation of Macon County's Give 365 Giving Circle today and have your say at MaconCountyGives.org. Hi, JR here from Speed Lube, and I'm just like you. I don't like waiting around for something to get done either. At Speed Lube, we pride ourselves in offering you the best customer service experience in as little time needed, featuring quality Pennzoil motor oil. Speed Lube and Pennzoil are two names you can trust to keep your vehicle running at tip-top shape regardless of the weather. Stop in and visit us at any of our six convenient Decatur area locations or our shops in Lincoln and Clinton, and get your Pennzoil oil change today at Speed Lube. The next big thing is here. From the system that brought you Roundup Ready to Extend technology comes a soybean like no other. Introducing Extend Flex Soybeans. Elite genetics now with the addition of glufosinate tolerance. Learn more at extendflexsoy.com. Always read and follow IRM where applicable. Grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. No dicamba may be used in crop with ExtendFlex soybeans unless and until approved. And no dicamba formulations are currently registered for such use in the 2021 season. Cataracts don't just happen suddenly. They develop slowly over time. The effects can start as early as age 55, and many adults aren't even aware that they have them. Gailey Eye Clinic uses precision laser technology to correct the cataracts and improve your vision. Cutting-edge technology paired with the area's most experienced doctors can help you see the world clearly. To learn more about cataract surgery, visit GaileyEyeClinic.com. Gailey Eye Clinic, focused on you. This is the Eric Lee Show on WSLY 1340 AM and 103.3 FM, streaming live at nowdecator.com. See what Dom did again there? Yeah. An actor from the show 911, Joey Wagner, joins us. I'm just kidding. That was Kelly Mack. <laughs> Hello, interview sports writer Joey Wagner. What's happening? What's going on, man? Hey, guys. How you doing? Sorry to keep you waiting. We had Addy from The Walking Dead on the show. So 
Oh, yeah. I mean, once you text me that, I'm like, ah, I don't, you probably shouldn't call me at all. <laughs> now, I guarantee there's people that care a lot more about what you're going to say when we start talking about uh, the Illini and some of those goodies. What's uh, what's the last week been like? You, 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 it's, a, it's a big waiting game for football right now, right? We'll do it for another week. Yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's one of those where people are you know, maybe a little tired of reading about the, you know, this, you know, the, the players who are going to play eventually, and that they're more getting to the point like, well, let's just get this thing moving. Yeah, but we've got, I think, I was just looking it up. We have four games from this week postponed now. Um, but Illinois, I, I believe Lovey said not one case. Is that right? Well, I mean, it seems like everybody's good to go right now. I mean, they had issues. I guess I shouldn't say issues. They had cases over the summer that they never chose to postpone. They're doing that daily saliva testing for athletes on campus and on top of that, the daily antigen testing by the Big Ten where they test 170 players, coaches, you know, team doctors, anyone, you know, in this, you know, tier one circle around the team. We're seeing more and more stories. Um, you know, is it harder to get a story now? Obviously, as you're not there at practice, I mean, I don't probably significantly tougher, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, for example, let's look at the – first of all, Lovey's never going to tell us about injury. Yeah. We, we know that now. The only time he'll tell us is if it's a, like a season-ending injury. And to his credit, he's very upfront about those. Then we haven't been told anything on that front, so we're good. But in a normal year, we could see, oh, so-and-so didn't practice, and we could ask Lovey, and he would tell us the same thing every day. But we would at least know who – you know, maybe it was a little dinged up or what that can look like. But the, the position battles are really what we're missing. And, you know, those aren't, you know, very – there's not very many of those around the team. But right guard is one between Virtus Brown and Jordan Slaughter. And without being there, we can't see who's getting how many first-team reps or sure. what that looks like. So in that sense, it's a little harder. But probably the hardest thing is, trying to be a little different than the other 16 people on a Zoom call, getting the same quotes, the same storylines from you. And, you know, you try to find a little flow in a line of questions that gets a little deeper than just the, well, I've been working hard this summer. Yeah. Yeah. We know. <laughs> Who, uh, tell me about some of the stories you put out. You know, we want people to go chase down and, and get a read on. Uh, the one I actually, there's one coming up eventually when we talk to, Daniel Imaterbebe, Josh Imaterbebe's older brother, he yeah. transferred from USC. And Josh, really, we talked with Josh yesterday, I think, must have been yesterday, just about their relationship and how much Daniel kind of paved the way for him growing up together and what it means to be back together with each other for the final year. Like, you know, we assume their final year of eligibility. Technically, they could come back next year. You know, we'll see what the season looks like and really what the NFL looks like for them. But, I mean, I'm excited. We have to speak with Daniel still. It was good to catch up with Josh. I mean, he had such a big year last year. Right. So, And this was the first time I think I've spoken with him since the Michigan State games, almost 11 months at this point, because he missed the final games of the season last year with injury, and we didn't get a chance in the offseason. I didn't get a chance, I should say, in the offseason to talk with him. But it's just, it's been a lot of – you know, catching up with players, what have you been up to, what's the position group look like. Okay, and then 15 more people have a question, so good luck. Are you, it, I mean, look, it's been the best it can be. Yeah, are you starting to get your brain around just how busy you might be in November, December if basketball and football <laughs> are rolling at the same time? This is this is going to be 
much more of an overlap than you're used to. Isn't that right? Yeah, I mean, I just texted Justin today. I was like, this is quite a bit. Yeah. I, you know, basketball started yesterday, so we talked with Brad Underwood for an hour, uh, hour plus. And we'll, you know, we'll talk to some players next week. We'll talk to some football players next week. And, you know, really, we're not that far from basketball season. It's October 15th today. The yeah. season starts November 25th, it sounds like. Now, granted, Illinois and, you know, really no Big Ten team has put out a schedule yet. But it sounds like Illinois, according to a report by CBS, is going to play a four-team, multi-team event in Champaign the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, and Black Friday, which would be the 25th through the 27th. Cool. And then Ohio State's in town the next day mm. for football. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be a lot of overlap. We'll, the schedule will provide a little bit of clarity. And how many games will they actually play? I mean, will there be an outbreak for, you know, either on their team or on the team they would play that postpones games? Is there going to be a window in there if that has to be the case? You know, there's, there's still a lot of questions. And we're only six weeks, seven weeks away from this. Yeah, it's something. Uh, yeah, what, what do you think's happened with high school? I'm starting to feel like we're not going to have anything at least till the new year. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm starting to get that feeling. I just just I, watching I, these I, numbers I, go up. Four thousand cases in the state today. And, yeah, I'll, right. I'll say, I, I think I've probably said it on here before. The the issue that I'm running into is really it's hard to, to guess anything because there's not been any metrics provided to us, yeah. to us, the coaches, to administrators. We don't know how to get from this level. I think medium risk sports, which would be basketball, is currently in level two, which is in, which is scrimmages basically. Yeah. You know, against each other, we don't know how to get to level three, which really allows for a season. And I think that's where some of this frustration is coming to: is well, how do we go back forward? So without knowing how to get to level three, it's hard for me to imagine getting there in a month. I mean, I hope I'm wrong. I mean, this. I can't tell you how excited I am about high school basketball, but it's just, it's really hard to imagine that with just without knowing how to imagine it. Mm -hmm. it it's such a new world. You know, it is a chance to try something new uh, when we get to it. We'll see what happens. I, I feel like the rest of the school year is in danger. I, I'm starting to get real pessimistic just by what's happening with the numbers because you know the governor's not going to move until the numbers start to move. I mean, we were we were at like fifteen hundred a day, and he was like, "No, we can't do anything." Mm -hmm. Now we're at four thousand. Right. Well, you know, look, we for a while I think Illinois is somewhere in the three point four, three point five percent positivity rate. I think. Right. I mean, today may have thrown that off a little bit. In the middle of a pandemic, I don't know how. Just to be honest with you, how do you get better than that? It's really good, and if that's not enough to kickstart sports back up, what what is? And again. If it's an impossible level to reach, I'll, I'll understand that. But just tell us how to get to that level or what that level is. Absolutely, yeah. And and they're really not the, the communication levels. What's probably the most frustrating? Yeah. Yeah, and look, I, I will say we've seen the IHSA come through some media outlets and kind of say we can do this. You know, we're we're on board with this, which is a little bit of a different tone, I think, than they've taken over the course of the last few months, where they've kind of taken some pretty heavy punches, to be honest with you. People didn't know who to be mad at. The IHSA was the, the governing body of high school sports, and you know, they took a lot of anger from people, and now we're starting to see them come around a little bit and say, we want to do this too here. You know, this maybe isn't all on us. I think that's been kind of an interesting turn over the last few weeks. Sure. Yeah, no doubt. 
All right. Well, you're staying busy. Uh, I know there's there's not a whole lot of things that you're uh, you can talk about until we we really get into it. But we're about to get into it. At least we're going to get some collegiate athletics coming up here. It, it appears. Getting hey man, Illinois basketball back to practicing, and that's it's, that's going to be a really really fun season. I yeah, think. Yeah. If you if you want to feel good about Illinois basketball, follow Andy Katz. Illinois is on every list he puts out. Final four teams. Yeah, look, you know, it's like a list of twelve. Illinois, I think, is listed third or fourth. You put Illinois in a tweet, and you're going to get some traffic on a link. I, yeah. mean, I think that's no secret. Fans are passionate. They're excited. They should be excited. I mean, this team, you know, I don't mean to sound like I'm carrying water, but look around. I mean, this looks like a really yeah. top to bottom. These guards, Kofi, you know, Brad was, was really, really high on Georgia yesterday. But to, to be so, next level, though, they need games. They need work. So I hope I hope they get all that work in because these, these freshmen – a couple of these freshmen are going to, if this were to become a team that could get to a national championship, a Final Four situation, the freshmen are going to make a difference. So I think there's going to be a freshman in the starting five when they start the season. I think I think Adam Miller is going to be in there. I, I agree. I don't have you. any reporting on that. It, it's yeah. just a gut feeling in the sense of, I mean, this guy came in with the Big Ten college-ready body, yeah. and he can shoot the lights out of it. And there could be two at the end of the season. But they, they've just got to get the work in. They've got to get, you know, the chemistry is so important. It is. And listen, I mean, Brad said, don't sleep on Coleman Hawkins, a 6'10 kid from Prolific Prep in California. Awesome. He can shoot as well as anybody. Brad said he might work himself into playing time faster than even I thought. I mean, the kid's a 6'10 kid who can dribble. He's smart. He can shoot. He's, I mean, he's an oversized forward point guard. Really. I mean, he's a point forward effectively. And would be curious to see what his role is. Or, you know, maybe Brad was, was a little ahead of himself, but yeah. I, I think I, I, had to reduce this class to Adam Miller and Andre Corbello because they're two top 50 kids. But Coleman Hawkins is, you know, get, getting some good praise early. This is going to come and go in a hurry here. The, the, these these classes of the superstars, anyway. How is recruiting looking down the road? Does Brad talk much about it? I don't, I don't even know who the. I know there's a couple, there's eyes on a couple kids, but I feel like none of them are as good as the last few we've gotten. Well, they got a good commit from Luke Goody from Indiana. He's a, a wing player. Uh, he's a top 100 kid according to 247. They got a verbal from him a while back. He seemed okay, yeah. really really dialed in, really locked in. Right now, the big chase is Bryce Hopkins. He's a top 40 kid from Fenwick. Okay. He was previously committed to Louisville. He's decommitted. And it's you know sounds like it's a kind of a hard recruitment to read, and I'm certainly not somebody who's tracking down high school coaches and parents. And, and as, as much as I can follow, Kentucky figures to be in the mix, you know, maybe even the leader, Providence, Illinois. So it, it'll be, and, and Indiana, I think, is in that mix. That's a big one. That, that's a big, a top 40 national kid from in-state. You know, I mean, he's a forward. If, if Brad can, if Brad and that coaching staff can land him, that's a, I mean, that's a really big deal. And then a big guy from out east, Mac Etienne, he's, it, 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 Etienne, I believe is how to pronounce his last name, I'm sure. Yeah not correct on that but, you know, people have said he's kind of a jokey noah type and mm. kofi's a perfect you know hey the, the plan is kofi you know maybe he'll be gone next year and those minutes will be open for mac and they can say this is how we develop kofi we're interested in developing you the same way mm-hmm. and once you get that going and you have finally illinois can sell wins and they can sell i mean really NBA development. I don't think anybody would argue that Io and Kofi were ready to, you know, physically ready in terms of you know their bodies, and they also knew the game. They could have gone 
to the NBA if they wanted. So that's that's starting to turn a little bit in the favor. But Illinois had some misses, so you know, getting one of those two would, would be would really go a long way. Sure. Fifth would be better, I'm sure. Right. Well, this year could tell a lot on some of the guys you're about to get in the next few years. Uh, when, and and some guys could be transferring away because uh, it looks like a loaded roster. So. And listen, Andre Corbello is the guy, man. He Adam Miller, maybe he'll go early. It might be just looking at him and as good as he is, it's kind of hard to imagine. And he's just built for the NBA. He's got an NBA body. You know, I don't know that he'll be a four-year guy, but Andre Corbello is really, really, really good. And he could be like a, the Illinois Cassius Winston, the guy who's just around for four years and just, he's, just breaks your heart. He's the cat's pajamas. He's really, he's a two-point guard. His vision, his vision's off the charts. He's, He's an exceptional point guard. Really, really fun to watch. I mean, he, he's a real deal. We'll bring it on. Can't wait. Mm. Fun stuff. Joey, good to talk to you. We'll, we'll check in with you next week. I don't. I don't have uh, any any actresses joining us next week from major television shows. So we'll probably call you on time. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> right, take take right, care. Then. And uh, and and, uh, do you have any wine recommendations for Joey? He's he's, he's starting to get into wine. Who Joey? Yeah. I'll tell you. Now this twist top bottle of wine I got, it was pretty good. Nothing wrong with that. I don't have a what wine glass. Livingston is also twist top bottle. You don't have to go crazy. The Stella Rosa is pretty good. Stella Rosa is pretty good. That's yeah. another good one. My wife loves that too. Yeah. The red or the we black. Have a socially distanced little wine club. Uh, yeah, you can do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, we'll start our own wine club. We'll zoom. We'll, it'll, it'll be it'll be the Zoom wine crew. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> Zoom. You're the busy one though, so we got to wait until you're free, right. uh, And done with twelve interviews that day. Of uh, something. Yeah. All right. I get it. Joey, we'll talk to you soon, man. Have a good one. All right, guys. Take care. Joey Wagner, Hell Review Sports Writer. We get a break. That was uh, also an interview that took us inside the locker room, courtesy of Brinkhouder Realtors. Brinkhouder Realtors, we go inside the locker room with our sports interviews. More of those mm-hmm. to come, hopefully, someday. More and more yeah. sports interviews, hopefully. Yeah, that Adam Miller kid is nice. Oh, man. Corbello, too, man. It, it is going to be something. Yeah. All right. 54 and County. Got to get a break. One last peek at a three day weather forecast. Come back and wrap things up with Tim Kane to preview Sport Talk. And uh, how, about, how about some weather? How's it looking the rest of the week? This is your WSOY three day forecast. Today's sunny with a high near 58 and some winds. Thursday night, clear with a low around 32. Friday, widespread of frost, then a mostly sunny and windy with a high near 60. On Saturday, mostly sunny with a high near 66 and 30 mile per hour winds. Again, this is your WSOY three day forecast with your boy the Rev, Courtney Carson. Stay blessed and productive, keep hope alive, and stay healthy. Don't eat alone. Let's support local restaurants and the United Way by eating out as often as possible to support the 2020 United Way's Dine United. Every Wednesday in September and October, visit local restaurants for a socially distanced lunch or takeout. Let's give some love to these restaurants that have continually supported United Way of Decatur and Middle Illinois and now need our support. In Mount Zion, stop by Crawford's Pizza, Black Iron Coffee Company, and Solsa. In Decatur, visit the Beach House, Downtown Decatur Cafe, Coffee Connection, both Main Street and inside DMH locations, the Decatur Club, El Corral, Lincoln Lounge, Lock, Stock and Barrel, Papa Murphy's Pizza, Richland College's Cafe, Sloan's Calzones, Salsa, Taproot, and University Dogs. It's the 2020 United Ways Dine United campaign every Wednesday, all of September and October. Visit uwdecatur.org for more information. 
Thank you for Dining United. Emergencies can happen at any moment. That's why at HSHS St. Mary's Hospital, we have specially trained emergency medicine physicians, registered nurses, and other specialists available 24-7 who provide timely treatment with the utmost care. We are always ready. Ready to save your life. Ready to ease your pain. Ready to calm your fears. Ready to care for you today and every day. HSHS St. Mary's Hospital. Always ready. KC is best known for its barbecue in the city of fountains. Well, KC is bringing that famous barbecue smoke taste to your city at the all-new Kansas City Barbecue Pit. If you're hungry, it's time for a switch. Check out Kansas City's Barbecue Pit. If you're hungry, it's time for a switch. Check out Kansas City's Barbecue Pit. Let me tell you something, America. Come on down to Kansas City Barbecue Pit, 2645 North Oakland Ave. A full menu of what KC's famous for. Barbecue ribs, rib tips, brisket, pork, chicken, turkey, Polish, smoked potatoes, baked beans, potato salad, coleslaw, and desserts. Check out the $7 all-in meal specials, seafood Saturday, jerk Fridays. Open Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m., Sunday, 12 to 5. For info or call-in orders, call 217-220-6090. You don't understand. Yeah! 422-2400 is still a phone number you need to save just in case. At 422-2400, Bory Law Offices has over 35 years of helping a Decatur community in need of bankruptcy, divorce, and family law. At 422-2400, Andrew Bory is that friendly voice in a time of need, also with estate planning, preparing a will, and plenty more. So whenever you need him, call Bory Law Offices at 422-2400 at 225 South Main Street in downtown Decatur. Did you know your child should have his or her first dental exam before the end of age one? Prevention is the goal when teaching healthy dental habits. Dr. Brett Jerger and his team at Jerger Pediatric Dentistry offer the highest quality dental care for infants, children, and teenagers. Call or visit the website drbrettpedo.com today to schedule your child's first dental appointment. And let Dr. Brett Jerger and Jerger Pediatric Dentistry start you on a path to a beautiful and healthy smile. Jerger Pediatric Dentistry, where beautiful smiles begin. Hi, JR here from Speed Lube, and I'm just like you. I don't like waiting around for something to get done either. At Speed Lube, we pride ourselves in offering you the best customer service experience in as little time needed, featuring quality Pennzoil motor oil. Speed Lube and Pennzoil are two names you can trust to keep your vehicle running at tip-top shape regardless of the weather. Stop in and visit us at any of our six convenient Decatur area locations or our shops in Lincoln and Clinton and get your Pennzoil oil change today at Speed Lube. This is the Eric Lee Show on WSOY 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at NowDecatur.com. Well, we would preview Sport Talk, but Tim Kate ignored us again. Triangularly sitting there listening to Beatles records. Phone lines are open uh, in about a minute, which will be 30 seconds after we're off the air. Dominique will answer a winner of the Good Neighbor Giveaway, brought to you by State Farm Insurance Agents Rob Lippick, Allie Hupp, Allie Doolin Hupp, and Mike Mandrell. I haven't said Hupp before. It's Allie Doolin or Doolin Hupp. Hupp. Um, 875-1340 is the number, 875-1340. We get you on the list. We tell Allie that you're coming. You go pick up and get to choose from what's left. We've had 15 winners. Uh, I don't know how many have picked up. I know at least eight or nine had picked up a, a week or so ago, so... 
You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.